Monday and welcome to the Racing Insiders podcast. Um, I was supposed to say the episode number, but uh, I didn't write it down. I think it's like maybe one. I'll find out. 10,005. No. <laughs> it is May 22nd, 2023. Yeah, we've been at this about three years, Steve. Just That's well, right. it's over three years, actually. Yeah. Which is kind of a trip. I mean, it's one week kind of goes to the next. Exactly. And uh, I am at pretty Kate much, Dillon. Pretty much weekly, though. Pretty much. Mostly. I mean, yeah. 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 That's why we're Three at 150-something. Yeah. And uh, I am Kate Dillon from Crate Insider. And with my co-host, Steve Hendren from Hendren Racing Engines. And uh, Steve, how are you doing on this happy Monday? I am doing actually really well. Cool. Good day today. Good. Tell me about it. Yeah, I just got some shit done <laughs> on a Monday. <laughs> Actually, we did too. <laughs> Phone um, actually rang this this week so far, so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's been a it's been a good week so far for sure. I mean, I know it's just Monday, but yeah, I'm just gonna look up and see what episode this is. So I can do that because I'm just gonna type in racinginsiderspodcast.com and that takes you to our podcast page. Very distracting. Well, I mean, you don't. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm running. So this, is, here. this must be 155. Yep. Yeah, episode 155. One yeah, one fifty five because right. last week was at one fifty four. Fifty four. Fifty four. <laughs> I need fifty two chicken wings. I, exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> God, dude, that was that was an epic freaking night. <laughs> tell tell that story because that's a funny one. A buddy of mine, uh, his uh, nickname was well, his last name is Miller, but we, you know, that's who he was is Miller, and he also drank Miller Light, so Miller. But he, uh, we went to Quaker Steak and Lube down in Concord. We were there for, I can't remember. First world finals. World or finals, some shit like that. And everybody had hotel rooms and all that stuff. And we get, we go into the, after the race and this is back when Quaker Steak was down there and going after the race and we're all in there just hammering down drinks, having a good time. And, and, uh, waitress comes up and we all order our food and she's like, ask Miller, like, what, what do you want? He's like, I want. 52 chicken wings. <laughs> She's like, sir, we, we, we don't offer, offer 52 chicken wings. And he's like, I want 52 chicken wings <laughs> in a bucket to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be damned if they didn't come up with 52 chicken wings <laughs> in a bucket to go for him. And then oh. ended up back at my room <laughs> eating, eating, eating chicken wings. And, uh, then I think he wandered the halls the rest of the night, like bringing chicken wings to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> He's the chicken wing theory. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. But, I mean, you had to be there. I mean, it, it sounds probably stupid. But no, but it's funny. If you were there, it was hilarious. Well, it always comes up, though. It's like, I'll have 52 chicken wings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 52, 52. You got to say it that way. 50. Yeah, 52. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, of course, every week we are here to answer tech questions, except for mostly. Well, I mean, we're mostly here every week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of weeks, though, you, you and I were just talking about next Monday being Memorial Day. We will be observing Memorial Day and we will not be having a podcast. Exactly. So, yeah, that's kind of the plan there. So week after, I guess, which should be June. Golly. Really? That's yeah, well. freaking flown by. <sighs> wow. It's, yeah. it's blown by fast. I know. For sure. That is crazy and halfway oh, through the year i know it's crazy yeah it's flying by I and mean, it's just we go from yeah. like one like one highlight to the next you know like we kick it off with like the car well new year's cars racing show 
insane season, mm-hmm. then racing season, oh, yeah. <laughs> then rebuild season, and um, yeah. all and life things and holidays. Hopefully, rainy season will quit here before long, so people can actually race. But yeah, 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 yeah. No kidding. No everything. Yeah, rain. Rain kills a lot for sure. <laughs> yeah. It can rain all at once during the week. It's just not on weekends. Yeah, I don't give a shit during the week. <laughs> I'm inside half the time anyway. That's why I'm such a white boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We got uh, a couple of folks here. And if you are here, you know, drop in a comment, say hey, and, or, you know, drop in a question, kind of whatever you guys got. And that is, we are here for it. Yep. For sure. I see Scott is here. He says, hi, SNK from California, where normal isn't <laughs> well there's a never no truer statement's been said yeah if it's got to be normalized it ain't normal so. yeah. yeah you had a meme about that yeah, this last week if something needs to be normalized yep. it's not normal no. <laughs> for sure i see justin is here he says steve i called and you put me in touch with your brother last week mm-hmm. he gave me tips to dial in my new e85 carb it did the trick thank you awesome. guys so much great show great info glad to hear it great well thanks so much for the for the follow-up you know mm-hmm. um i know mike is really um I'm, so knowledgeable he's, he's pretty good with carburetors i'm telling you yeah i'm I, not yeah uh, I'm, I'm a bit jealous honestly are you yeah a little bit I mean, he's uh, he's just that good with that shit and it's just nothing been never been anything that ever appealed to me yeah but you're good with the like the like the programming of the machinery like cnc stuff oh yeah i do all that but you know like I said, you know, that, that carburetor thing, he's, he's got that shit down pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I, we I mean, with that, with, with, with our wheelhouse of what we do, but yeah, no, not for every application, every kind of car not that's ever been made. Ever, no. Yeah. Uh, we did get a question. I think this one came from YouTube and I'm not sure how you'll answer this, but, um, Nathan is asking, what is your favorite ease of maintenance modification you do to your cars? ease of maintenance yeah do you do anything modify do you do any modifications to the cars to make them easier to maintain <coughs> no i mean it is what it is yeah i mean uh yeah I, i'm not i'm really just just reading the compl- question yeah so. i'm just not completely understanding the question yeah um, um ease of maintenance have my kid do it <laughs> i mean that would be my my suggestion i mean yeah <laughs> stand there watch them do it make sure they do it right <laughs> I really don't know. Yeah. So I'm not exactly sure of his question, but, you know, so I'd, so I'd throw that out yeah. there. You know, maybe there's a, uh, I mean, you know, for instance, like wheel covers, you know, like the Kaiser wheel covers come with the bolts already on them. And, you know, even though they're bolts, whereas other ones would have holes and then you'd have to put the bolts in, right. you know? So, I mean, that would be a, that's that'd not, be kind that's of, that's not maintenance. That's no, but I'm just giving you an, yeah, ease of yeah. use. I'm just giving you an example of something that could be an ease of use type of a situation. Right. Anybody else has questions, well, go ahead, wa- drop them in. Wash, wash your race car, wash the engine. Yeah. You know, that way, you know, it's much easier to work on a clean car than it is a dirty car. Well, I mean, and that does bring up a point. What do you do? Uh, obviously, you take the carburetor and air filter off, but, you know, how do you seal that up? Do you use a car pad or do you use... Um, what are you talking about? Like when you're washing the race car, yeah, you have to take off the carburetor. No, we don't. Oh, you don't? But no. you have to do have to take the air filter. It gets off. covered up. Yeah. Oh, the car the carb hat is what covers up the. Yeah. Oh, oh, the 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 top of the carburetor. Yeah. Okay. So, gotcha. I mean, yeah, you know, that's, that's not a, ease of maintenance. That's just washing. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, it was just I, an idea. Not, I just don't completely understand the question. Sorry. Okay. Um. Well, have there been any questions that? Um. Hey, I brought a question to the table here. So. <laughs> Um, how about you? Have you, have you, there been any, uh, you know how it questions? is. I need to write this shit down and I always forget to, um, but, uh, no, not really. I think 
the biggest question was from uh, probably Danielle, who works for you, mm-hmm. asking when I'm going to come out with like the official 2023 recommendations. You know, recommendation sheet from us. Yeah. Uh, so I'm working on that, you know, in between okay. doing stuff at the shop, but um, that'll probably be out within a week or so. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm late on it just because we've been so damn busy. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll appreciate that. Cause then what I'll do from there is shoot a video. Yeah. Um, and, and then you, you brought up a good point too about the 525. So I mean, I think I'm going to have to sit down and do one of those as well. I think it would be good. And as for anybody who's, who's not familiar with this, uh, Steve for several years has come out with a recommendations each year about like oh. all the bolt-ons and, and so about 10 years now, I guess. Has it been that Close long? To it, yeah. Yeah. I think I started shooting those videos in probably 2016 or 17. And of course it's opinion based. I mean, it's the stuff that we've found to work. So, well, okay. I mean, you, know, you say opinion based. Well, I mean, opinion, opinions may, may vary. I mean, it's like everything. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, my opinion on a gun may be different than your opinion on a gun, but, or what lube I use or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it, it, opinions vary, but it's just a recommendation of what we send out with every engine. <clears throat> that we send out the door and it's our recommendation of what we know works. Well, that's just it. I mean, if you ask for somebody like opinion would be, Hey dude, should I click? Um, should I paint my car yellow or purple? That's an opinion that is not actually based in any fact, unless you like back it up with something. Yeah. But you that- have data that supports your choices, at least in the markets that you are in, but it's my data. Right. So when, you know, that, that's the tricky part about, you know, giving advice or giving this recommendation sheet is, I mean, I asked nothing from any of these companies that send me products to test and, and stuff to try. I just don't. Yeah. Um, you may have other people out there who say this carburetor spacer works better because, you know, maybe they're making 20% more on that product than I'm making on something that I'm not, you know, actively stocking or selling or anything like that. Yeah. So. Well, and, and also your recommendations can't cover every single product that's ever been made in the history of man. Oh God! No. I mean, there's, <laughs> I, who knows how many racing oils there are. You've right. tested a ton of them, but you still, you know, there, there are ones that you're going to recommend that you have experience with. Yeah. And sure, there's going to be some other oils out oh, there. I'm sure there's but, other ones out there that, that perform as good, but it's just, yeah, you can't test everything all the time. Yeah. And, and may not be something that's, you know, very prevalent in, in our, like in our area. Type I of mean, thing. No, normally my recommendation stuff, the stuff I'm a hundred percent confident in, you pretty much know it by the verbiage. <laughs> right. Yeah. That reminds me, I did have another question, but I see we have, um, I'll, I'll work on getting that question. It was from my yeah, email, no but I see, uh, Henry is here and he says, when using a Holly 4412 on a 602 or a 604, what RPM do you see the power drop and the vacuum ramp up? Say a Willie's carb, for example. I, I'm, dude. I'm sorry. Um, nothing we do requires a 602 to have a 4412. Um, so I don't even know that we dynoed one before. So I honestly have no clue. That would honestly be a better question for Willie. And mm-hmm. if you call him, he'll be uh, Willie's a good friend of mine. He'll be happy to answer that question. Yeah. Um, just nothing we do here in our realm requires that yeah we don't have any two barrel stuff around here i mean there's a ton of two barrel stuff well i mean nothing, nothing, nothing in the dirt lay model world or nothing in the most of the street stock world that i that i deal with uh usually 
the rules that I've seen where they're higher or two barrels going to be an asphalt kind of scenario. Mm. Or a there lot could be, there of could mods. Be a dirt, is there a lot, bunch of mods? Okay. All yeah. of the sport I, mods. Yeah, okay, I don't know. All, uh, all the sport I just mods. I don't deal with that, that IMCA kind of thing. Right. Yeah. It's not in this kind of area of the country. Of course, you yeah. know, I do because, um, in, uh, um, but I, I would certainly, I would certainly give Willie a call and, you know, I asked to speak to Willie and he'll, he'll get on the phone with you and, and, uh, explain that, uh, or give me an answer to that. Yeah. Um, I do have a, a question for you that I came through from my email. Um, I was looking for it so I could re read the exact verbiage, but, uh, basically what are your thoughts on, uh, using pen grade 20w50 again a 602 uh do not I, I mean i pretty much knew that that was the answer yeah um yeah i'm not a fan of that oil gotcha yeah, i mean do you have anything yeah, to I'm, add cer to that? I'm certainly not a fan of running 20w50 in a 602 yeah so that is a power killing deal and that's not the greatest oil in the world gotcha so just from my what i know about oil um and from our dyno testing, I never actually dyno tested their 2050, but I know what 2050 weight oil does in a 602, and it just robs power. Mm -hmm. And there's no reason to run a 2050 in a in an engine that essentially has stock clearances. Mm -hmm. So 1030 is what we normally recommend. 1040, yeah, uh, 1540, mm -hmm. uh, 540, yeah. But not a 2050. Not a 2050. I know. 20, that would... 20, 20, 20, 2050 oils work best in actual race clearance engines, uh, which is going to be, you know, super late model kind of stuff or, or you know, built motors. Okay. That's a good answer to that. I mean, for great understanding there. Great. And let's see. Roy says, does the Gorsuch six-blade fan pull more air than a GM four-blade? Yeah. And it sucks about five or ten uh, it sucks about 10 more horsepower off the engine at the rear tires than the uh four blade gm i assume you're talking about the 19 inch fan mm -hmm. so in my testing uh i don't know what kind of engine you have but on a 604 um if you take no fan at all and you make a pass on the chassis dyno um you get let's just say x amount of horsepower that's your base case your that's your base you put that four blade GM fan on there and you lose 20 horsepower at the rear tires, provided that, that your, that your front drive system is hundred percent positively driven. In other words, you've got no slippage. Okay. If you take that off and you put the Gorsuch six blade on there, you'll lose 30 horsepower at the rear tires. And special guest. Pippi. Oh, yeah, right. There we go. <laughs> Showing yeah. his ass again. <laughs> well, they've seen you from the side. So they're seeing him <laughs> in profile here. <laughs> it's funny but uh no so yeah that that is a horrible power draw i mean that fan belongs on a super late model at eldora at eldora in the middle of summer where it's main event time and no power matters because you're already in the slick you know that kind of thing mm -hmm. uh, on a crate car no you're just you're putting yourself behind <laughs> the eight ball so to speak great Okay. Uh, next question is from Kyle. He says, what amount of valve spring preload do you recommend on a 602 engine? Uh, so if you're talking about like uh, rocker setting, then we go with uh, three quarters of turn preload. So valve, valve, not valve lash, lash, but preload. Okay. We do that on the 604 and the 602 as well. 
what's the difference between preload and and lash La well lash i mean you can run it you can run them in, the old school method was run them at zero um which i mean that's you know old school stuff but no we run three quarters of a turn preload so in other words you're going to zero turn the nut three quarters of a turn back off about a eighth of a turn tighten on the center adjuster come back up and you're at three quarters of a turn preload okay lash would be you're running distance between the rocker and the valve okay so lash is required normally on a solid lifter cam well, except for if you want to do your quarter turn preload, the tool that we use is our LSM Racing Products Valve Lash Adjusting Tool. <laughs> so, so that's why I'm asking, like, okay, what's the difference here? Um, so the tool we use is called yeah, a Valve Lash, you know, Valve Lash Adjusting Tool. All right. And next up is from Darren. He says, Steve's recommended valve spring change on a 602 in an IMCA hobby stock that runs a Rochester two-barrel stock exhaust manifolds with a 6200 chip? Um, generally, I think in that application, you can get away with a little bit more than what we do out here because we're running, turn those motors 64, and most of these guys are on the chip, you know, by the end of the straightaway pretty hard, um, depending on the scenario. And I'm normally recommending every three to four races. So at 6200, where you're limited like that, I'm going to say you can get away with at least another three races after that. Yeah. You're just not pushing them. And then, and then don't buy into the whole, please don't buy into the whole, you know, $384 a set springs that measure 84 pounds. It's that's all bullshit. So yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, there's plenty of people out there advertising those by the way. So. Really? There's a pile of them now. Well, no, I don't know about plenty. There's, oh. there's one place it does. But. Yeah. All right. I love this comment. So Donning Shade says, your cat needs his own podcast. <laughs> yeah, he probably does, honestly. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. There's There have been all these comments that if you look at a picture of, of Pippi, when you can get enough light on him, he, he looks like Toothless from right. How to Train Your Dragon. I thought I'd... I knew I'd seen pictures of Toothless. I thought I'd seen the movie, but I hadn't before. So I actually watched it last night. It was great. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that enjoyed a lot. It. Yeah. Yeah, but like I, I bought Pippi a Halloween costume and I got him his bat wings. So that's when he really looked like <laughs> Toothless. And yeah, that's that's hilarious. He could he could have his own pocket. I watched Better Call Saul last night. So Oh, did you? I think I got like two episodes left. Mm, yeah. Uh, Better Call Saul kind of lost me after a while. Yeah, it's... it's it's good. Yeah. I mean, I liked Breaking Bad. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I've been on a James Bond movie tear. <laughs> so I have now watched all of the James Bond movies that are available on HBO Max. There you go. <laughs> and like in the last week. <laughs> I mean, you can't go wrong with James Bond. I mean, no. I, like, I like them all. So. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny looking at the old ones. They're, yeah. And I mean, Sean Connery is absolutely a badass when it comes to being James Bond. Yeah. But this whole, like, we're just going to grab women and start kissing them while they flail their arms and then they finally relent. It's like, oh, my God, this is so not, you cannot make this today. <laughs> you couldn't do that movie today. No. <laughs> no. It's just not how that worked, you know. <laughs> it looks a little, uh, oh, it looks like a little, little sketch there. Yeah. <laughs> now, now you got to watch all the Austin Powers <laughs> and, see all the, and see all the no. comparisons. <laughs> no, I, well, yeah, exactly. To, to see the direct comparisons. Of course, I have seen Austin Powers for sure. Yeah, it's great. Oh, um, Dunning's asking, how do you spell his name? It's Pippi, P-I-P-P-I. -P -P -I. 
Yeah, because um, Pippi was found like on the back patio. It was a neighbor cat that during the had pandemic. Kittens. Yeah, and Steve scooped him up and thought he was a girl, so he was he was Pippi. I just call him Pip Squeak. Yeah. Well, I think he was Pip Squeak, and then so his name was Pippi, and then we found out he was a boy, and it was like we're just gonna go with it because he was like the, he was the littlest of the litter, but he was the one smart smartest enough to come to me. Yeah. And then I picked him up, and then. The other's hauled ass. I'm like, here's your new cat, Kate. <laughs> like, I don't want another cat. And but here we are. Here we are. Pippi is a joy. He is so spoiled. He is so spoiled. Oh, it's beyond spoiled. Oh, yeah. He's so spoiled. Yeah, it's all right. And uh, all right. So Henry says, sorry, but had a phone call. Um, home phone ball call, uh, come while talking about fans. I have the GM metal four blade. Yep. What do you suggest? I'm running a race gas with a double pass. Um, generally, uh, so what I go for now is that race fan, mm -hmm. uh, which I believe you sell. Uh, so that race fan, it is a hub with uh, blades that are attachable to it. So you can like basically tune it around the cooling that you need. Um, generally on gas, I mean, if you got a good shroud built, you you can get away with like a, probably a, you know, if you want to use a 19 inch, depending on what you got for a shroud. So let's, if you got a four blade 19 inch, you probably got a 19 inch shroud. You can probably take one of those, drop down to three blades mm -hmm. and that'll work just fine. But you've got the opportunity or the option to go to two blades if if you can get away with it, or you can go up to four blades. Yeah, and and it's and it's great because like the the center hub is CNC machines, you know, T six or sixty one sixty T six aluminum, and it has all these holes in it, um, and those holes correspond with the blades, Correct. and so you can go with two blades, three blades, four blades, right. or six, which we would never do in a crate. Which, no, we wouldn't do that. And then um, also, then you can you can really tune it because we've got blades that will make it a fifteen inch fan, a seventeen inch fan, or Correct. a nineteen inch fan. Yeah. So essentially, what you want to do any crate application, I don't care what it is. Uh, you want to run the least amount of blade diameter and or number of blades that you possibly can. Mm -hmm. Because any and, fan is going to take horsepower away. Correct. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So if, if we, we, we want to take the least amount of horsepower away while yeah. getting adequate. So, cooling. So, so if you take a uh, 17 inch two blade compared to having no fan on there at all, that basically draws about four and a half, five horsepower mm -hmm. off of the rear tires. So that's your best case scenario. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, yeah, you can get down to a 15. Again, you got to have, you got to have like super shroud built to do that. And which we haven't, we haven't done that, <laughs> but I would, I would imagine take off a few, like maybe another horsepower or something like that. But essentially you want to hover around that five horsepower at the rear tires is what you want to take off the, you know, engine. Well, and while we're talking about shrouds, let's talk about where you want to place your fan, whether you want it to be in, in and out, you want to, you know, half in, half out. So, well, yeah. So tell, tell that story. Yeah. One of my good friends, Ronnie, Ronnie Johnson, hall of fame, freaking dirt lay model race car driver. Uh, he taught us years ago that really, um, or taught me and my brother years ago that, you know, you want that shroud, you know, a lot of people say you want the blades half in half out. Um, that's not what we, what we found to be true. Thanks to Ronnie. Mm -hmm. And so we basically run the back of the blade at the very back of the shroud. Okay. And that 
provides, I mean, that's worked out to be the best colon we found. Excellent. So. Yeah. Speaking of Hall of Fame. Results may, may vary. I mean, I'm sure there's some asshole on YouTube going to be like, no, it's going to be half in, half out. But no, that's what we found. He's probably running ab gas. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> if, he, if he is, you're out running him. So. <laughs> Um, for anybody who's new to the podcast, um, one of our most commented clip uh, clips that we've taken from the podcast <laughs> is answering the question about Avgas. And boy, there's some there's some hardcore hardcore Avgas fans out yeah, there. Yeah, I think they're like 82 years old, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. Well, they have always run it, and they've always had success with it, Steve. <laughs> right, so right. yeah. you know, I won a heat race one time in 1965 on Avgas. <laughs> Yeah, of course, that was the only, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, I forget, now, have you ever really run Avgas in your racing career? Fuck no. No, but when I was a kid, in the 80s, right. yeah, sure, my dad did, you right. know, but. I mean, I mean, there's people that did, yeah. But, but that you know. was in the 70s, you know, right. 70s, maybe early 80s, mostly 70s. Right. I mean, well, that's what was in the available. 70s, well, I didn't race in the 70s, but 80s, right. 80s 90s, and beyond, you know, I were, until I moved here, I mean, hell, we were on methanol. Yeah. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. shit. Well, it just depends on where you were. I mean, what was legal and what wasn't. Right. You know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. But speaking of Hall of Fame, I actually had uh, one of my Facebook friends message me and told me that my dad is getting inducted in some Iowa racing oh, Hall nice. of Fame. He needs to be. And the funny thing is, my dad came by the shop today. And I, so I got to say hi to him, but oh, I shit. didn't, I forgot to mention about the whole Hall of Fame thing. That's cool. So, shit. Yeah, no, yeah, it was really cool. So my dad is in case, um, especially any of your mid Midwesterners, my dad is Dick Schiltz, um, number 97. Yep. So um, he doesn't race anymore, but raced for a long time. And, you know, here down here in the South, but also built, built race cars. The, yeah, built race yeah. cars. And uh, yeah, he's uh, he is quite the innovator for oh, sure. Yeah. yeah so. your, your dad, your dad and my brother are like probably the two fabricators, you know, that I know that are just freaking awesome at what they do. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, I think, I, you know, I get that creativity of like, okay, I just got to make something work. What's around me? And, you know, you start MacGyvering, yeah. you know, like yeah. just figuring something out. And not that I, I can't fabricate, not like no, that no, or anything, but no. just just the sheer, um, just being creative and using what you have. Well, not now your dad's hobby is like restoring badass cars too. So. Yes. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. His attention to detail, it's like, so anal retentive. Oh yeah, <laughs> they, these things turn out awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's also cool too. He's been working on his shop, and I haven't seen his new shelving, but he's. Yeah. Uh, I like getting him those, you know, like those motor state cars yeah. that we get, and I give them to him every year oh, yeah. for Christmas. And yeah. now he's got a whole shelf that he can display those. That's awesome. So, or like a case kind of thing. So it's really cool. All right, um, Alan is here, and he says, Steve. What is the magic durometer number for Hoosier tires or any example of good tire reading of a racing tire? I don't think there's a magic number. Um, I mean, oh, it depends it, on which tires it depends too. On the track and the tire and the, and the, the exact scenario. I mean, gosh, I mean, yeah, there's, there's no magic number. Um, because it's like, what do you want the tire to do? I mean, when do you want it to fire? When, how long do you want it to live? It's, it's, there's, yeah, there's no magic number. So yeah, the compound to the track surface means everything. Mm -hmm. And you know, how you groove it, how you sipe it, whether you're needling it or not. I mean, there's so many different, different variables there. It's, it's insane. Um, tires are a science. Yeah. 
Um, you know, as much as the shock guys, because I think I think the most important guys today right now are the shock guys mm-hmm. when it comes to dirt late model racing, at least. Um, oh, and really, I mean, you know, crate racing USA street stocks or mods or whatever. I mean, the shock guys, the guy, but you also have to have a damn tire scientist working for you. Basically, if you're uh, allowed to groove, sipe, needle, you know, and everything else. You know, it'd be interesting to, I, I know I talked a little bit about this with Matt Henderson, yeah. you know, and we talked about how if you can have somebody in your crew that every time you come off the racetrack, that they get uh, temperatures from all of your tires, yeah, correct. from the outside, from the center and on the inside. Mm-hmm. And that data can be incredibly useful for your shock guy and you know, that oh, way absolutely. how you how you can see how your tire wear is going and obviously there's a lot more to it compound than, you may or may not want to switch to that kind of thing yeah i mean it just there's a it sounds like there's a lot to it and it'd be a very interesting next time we get matt on the show we'll have to uh ask him some more detailed see, questions about yeah that. see i used to be so back back in the day i i was a big proponent of actually you know <laughs> tire prep <laughs> so well, hey i mean it wasn't it wasn't illegal <laughs> no, back then no, it wasn't illegal back then and uh so you know we had some stuff that we used and it was a you know more so than softening the tire it was actually a conditioner which i know you sell some conditioners at Cretan i do mm-hmm. um, they're not like, illegal everywhere they're not illegal everywhere no and uh so yeah there's there's conditioners out there that like gosh i think the first time we ever tested with tire conditioner i think we were like picking up like two tents Mm-hmm. but that two tenths held on for however long versus like softener. I mean, back in the day, back in the super late model days, everybody was like using softener, you know, take, take a D 28 and soften the shit out of it. Well, and let's and, talk about, let's you know, talk about the like difference. That, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about the difference because in a softener, what we're doing is actually breaking down Correct. the compound. So if you take rubber um, and then you put a, a, a softener on it, what you're trying to do is, kind of melt the rubber because yeah, yeah. as it melts yeah. it's going to be grippy it's kind of like meat tenderizing you know it's, well, it's all it's, about it's trying to break want, down yeah. like break down in the cells which is probably the biggest reason why so many of these are outlawed today yeah. whereas a conditioner is going to be more like if we think about an old car with leather seats and they're about to crack and you put a leather conditioner on them and, yeah, and they can be ba- like new yeah, basically you want that tire to last for longer mm-hmm. so yeah. back in the good year days when we were running good years on uh oh several tours that we ran out here in the crate uh crate lay model stuff um you know we were using using the absolute shit out of freaking tire conditioner <laughs> and i think i got um the track i raced every friday night we used one set of tires for that place i think we used them nine weeks in a row and i think i won like seven out of the nine nights with those same damn tires using tire conditioner were you racing against my brother i was um well he's got a comment for and you he, right here he, he would have won Cheater. the other two Cheater. <laughs> well he would have won the other two nights but he never washed his fucking race car when he showed up so. oh, oh man and so that's my brother jimmy yep. schiltz there he says cheater and by the way if you need a wrap on your race car Dirt There's wrap. the man who owns Dirt Wrap, so mm-hmm. hit him up on the on the sidebar there, and he will hook you up. Oh, incredibly talented. We're, we're, we're talking, he's done my stuff for, gosh, years and years and years. Yeah. Does my son's stuff. Most of the top Dirt Late model guys, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, there's there's the man to do your rap right there. Absolutely. Very <laughs> talented. Oh, yeah, we, we didn't talk about what you're drinking tonight, Steve. 
Yingling flight. Yingling flight. I am drinking Crystal Light lemonade. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> In my Racing Insiders podcast Yeti mug. I guess mm-hmm. we're still pros- protesting Bud Light, right? Or yeah. can I say that on YouTube? Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. I think you All can right. say that. All right. There's plenty of other channels talking about it. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. You can. <laughs> God, people miss the point with that whole situation, <laughs> but yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Um. Rather than that, we are supporting. Yingling, the oldest brewery in the United in That's the United exactly States. Right. Yeah, we looked it up last night. What was it? Eighteen? No, I think eighteen thirty-six. It's it's funny. It's yeah. not on the flight flight right. bottles, but it's on the lager cans. That's right. Yeah, Miller Miller was like eighteen fifty-five, and I think this was like eighteen thirty-six or I think so. something like that. Yeah. yeah. If anybody else is looking, little, yeah, ying, I'm know. just not going to get up and go look at a Yingling can no. since I'm so, you know I'm here on the podcast. Good old Pennsylvania beer. Yeah, well, oh, well. and then it's one of my favorites is to... At least it ain't Keystone. Oh, God, that's just <laughs> terrible. Um, my favorite, though, is the Yingling Hershey's. So Yingling and oh, Hershey's yeah, working together. Good. So I, I I, bought like two 12-packs when I could find them. I did see a meme today that I thought about sending you. Because I like the Yingling Hershey's, too. I mean, I can drink one of them. Yeah. But... <laughs> I'm like, savoring it, like, little bit by little it's, bit. It's like a six-pack of Yingling Hershey's. Uh-huh. And it was like... This is where God left us. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That is like, the, yeah, it's the beer of the gods right there. No, no, no. It was the opposite. That's what it meant. Oh. It was like, yeah. <laughs> oh. It's like the downfall of civilization because we got chocolate mixed with beer, apparently. I don't I have no idea. I don't know. I think <laughs> so it's it was a, it's what amazing. I was alluding to. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. So if you ever have a chance, it's like seasonal. You, I think they make it just in the, um, like in the winter time. Right. So if you ever get a chance to try a Yingling Hershey's, it is. It's pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah. so good. I can drink one, but beyond that, I don't like sweet, hardly anything. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's it's not something that you're going to sit by the pool and like you oh, know, God, no. drink a twelve pack of. I mean, it's it's more of a it's like a dessert beer. Yeah, enjoy <laughs> it's one. got chocolate in it. <laughs> right. No, it's really good. But of course, you know, I like porters and stouts and all that good stuff. So um, yeah, I think that's most of the questions that we've gotten yeah. in the past week. Any other any other thoughts? Any plans for um, Memorial Day? Probably sit out on the back deck and drink beer. Maybe light the barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, you've learned now. You can't say that anymore. Oh yeah, it's a grill. Shit, fuck. I'm living in the wrong part of the country to call it a barbecue. Uh, it's a grill. Mm-hmm. So I'll sit ahead and light the grill. Yeah, <laughs> we have a friend that is super southern. super southern and he's in you know we don't want to make him angry so yeah let's not make john angry (laughs) and there are some things that apparently are you know i think in every portion of the country there's something that's sacred that you cannot mess with right and um the difference between grilling and barbecuing is just one of those things that is a that is a at least north carolina it's a thing (laughs) it is absolutely a thing yeah Oh, and, and let's see. We got a couple. Uh, let's see. Charles says, did Alex figure out what went wrong at Harris? Oh, yeah. No, we did. Um, so, the yeah. Yeah. This was like a huge freaking cluster. Mm-hmm. So, the spindles that were purchased for the car ended up having a degree and a half inc- uh, pinion, or, uh, pin 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 mm-hmm. inclination variance from the spindles that should have been on the car. Mm-hmm. And this was from a well-known manufacturer who is selling spindles for, you know, longhorn front end, basically. Mm-hmm. 
And no, that's what happened. Yeah, you got it. And the problem the entire night was he had no feeling in the front end Mm -hmm. at all. And of course, you know, this this stems back, you know, blowing the right front tire, knocking the front clip off the car, having it reclipped, going back through the whole front end, buying all new shit. And so, yeah, that, that, that that's what ended up being the scenario. Well, and it's good that you found and it and knew, know what it is. So, now. needless to say, those will be get junked and those will never be purchased again from that particular manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm not going to name names because, you know, I don't. But, uh, no, so those were like garbage spindles and that's what ended up happening there. Uh, everything else in the car is fine. The front end settings obviously were way off just because of that the kingpin or kingpin inclination angle that just screwed everything you know it's interesting we talk about that a lot in race logic because pin inclination is yeah. definitely one of those things that dave hammond talks about a lot and you know checking over your spindles and well all of that. the bad thing about it was it, it was n- nothing my brother and alex or even i thought about because it was the same manufacturer of the spindles that were on there before mm-hmm he knocked the freaking fans down because he blew a right front tire. Yeah. So. I like this. Donnie and, said, Donnie and Shane, we're having whiskey and some water, hence loving the cat. Nice. Yeah. That works. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Fun. Well, cool. All right. Well, I mean, we're going to be off for a week yep. out there grilling. Probably so. Having some beverages. Mm-hmm. Just kind of hanging out. Adult beverages. Adult beverages. Yeah. Maybe I'll have margaritas or something. But That show was good last night. Yeah. Yeah, my margaritas made margaritas last night. Oh yeah, it's literally just following the directions on the on the mix, so it's not. I'm not going to take big. I mean, I'm not that. saying it's the greatest margarita I ever had. I'm just saying, like last night, it was like yeah, it's yeah. good. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, well, cool thing. All righty, we'll wrap things up. Do you have any final final thoughts, Steve? I'm gonna go eat a sandwich. All righty. Yep. Okay, well, I want to thank you all for being here. Thank you so much for being part of the show. You know, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook and like this video and also leave us a review over in, you know, Apple iTunes. Um, That's a great place to leave a review. And yeah, we would certainly appreciate that so much. Tell us we're dickheads. We don't care. Just leave a review. Oh, those things hurt my feelings. So don't. (laughs) All right. So thanks, you guys. And we'll see you in two weeks from now. And this is the end of episode 155. Mm -hmm. 55. See you later. Later.